Welcome to Stories of the In-Between, where we find freedom, healing, and transformation through sharing vulnerable stories, sounds, poems, and works of art about living in the in-between. In between paradigms, life phases, portals, labels, and boxes, in order to live into the creatriarchy, equitable sovereignty, love elementality, and radical respect every living being and Mama Gaia herself deserves. I am your host, Adrian Arrow Phillips, therapist, womb wisdom guide, doula, coach, multidisciplinary artist, and writer. Join me for your dose of potent story medicine as we go deep into the multifaceted, multidimensional revolution and power that come from stories of the in-between. Hello, everyone. It's Adrian. Welcome back to Stories of the In-Between. Today, I have some poem story reflections about cannabis. So, and also judgment and shadow and working through all of these things. So I hope you enjoy. Dear Cannabis, thank you. I appreciate you. You have been a point of connection to Mother Earth, but you have also brought me much shame hiding. And when things are hiding in the shadows, usually they grow larger and fester. And this is what is what it is with you, dear green goddess. I am ready to bring you into the light now and tell the world that I am no longer ashamed to partake in you. But am I using you appropriately? Constant check-in about whether I could step away from you, and it'd be fine. I know that you are a medicine. I believe I am using you as a medicine for connecting into my highest self. But we all know that many paths say that the best way is to get high off of your own supply. And I do use breathwork daily. I do my breath work daily and imagine that it is all well. I want to confront the social stigmas because why has there been so much misinformation around you in the past and the present? Because Harry Aslinger first commissioner of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics in the 1930s, when his job was threatened, he made it his job, his mission to criminalize something, and cannabis was it because its energies have been utilized by non-white people, the sacred energy of the green goddess, his policies outdated, and 1930s propaganda made it so many people became silent about engaging in the medicine. No longer. I am out. I am a witch, and I use plant beings from the earth for healing, for a moment of connection, for peace. And when we are collectively ready to shed shed racist policies, prison industrial complex, racism, The time is now. When we are, we are now. So here I am, a white mother in relationship with the sacred cannabis, and my endocannabinoid system appreciates it. And my midwife told me herself that my babies were safe in the womb with microdoses. And I can tell you from experiences that these babies, now two years old and four years old, 
are smart and happy and unaffected by the ancient earth medicine, and from my intuition and extensive Googling, actually most likely assist in turning on their endocannabinoid system and immune and a brain function flourish. It might also be that I know neuroscience and also know a lot of child development, and those are also contributing factors, and they are safe, they are healthy. And because this medicine could help so many, so more wide, So many more people widely, like those kiddos I see with autism, stop eating the sugar and start eating, start the cannabis oil and see what wonders will happen. As this medicine sheds its racism and becomes legal soon in my state and others, let us embed equitable resource allocation into its newly emerging business practices to let go of bootstrap mentality and make sure that this sacred medicine the money it will make will return to the people that honored it as a plant being. Sovereign, sovereignty embedded throughout the peaceful exchange. May we step down from whiteness and up into equity. This is a moment of opportunity. These narratives will shift now. And so I am out as an engager of the green goddess appreciating her, using her with care, and appreciating you, and exchanging this poem with care. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you for listening. And obviously, you know, talking a little bit about the um, racist origins of the, you know, wide, illegal, um, the illegalization, the, what's, what's a better word for that? I don't know. (laughs) And how it is embedded in these policies and these systems that are literally transforming as we speak. Um, but only if we continue to raise our voice about what visions we want to collectively get behind and to me it feels like such an it's an emerging business practice like might as well put black and brown people in the lead right away so that the yeah the resource reallocation can can happen um yeah and so thank you for listening to that one Yeah. Also, yeah, there's a lot of things in there because, you know, it's, I'm an occupational therapist by training. And so being out about cannabis use equals, you know, if you look in the fine print, um, you're not supposed to use drugs, you know, like I, I, I've been drug tested for, for different jobs. And so it's really vulnerable um, to be out as a user of cannabis because it could threaten my old paradigm job. And I think it's okay because I'm stepping into my new paradigm work of sharing my poetry and being of service. 
as a coach and mentor. And yeah, I, it's not, it's nerve wracking, but it's also what I know my soul is supposed to do at this moment to be out about this because it shouldn't be stigmatized any longer to be utilized as the medicine it is and to redistribute um, resources in the way that an emerging business practice, uh, an emerging business field can, as long as we, you know, make it so. So this next poem is called Embrace. And this was written on May Day, which is in my community. We have a big May Day. We have in the past had a big May Day celebration. Everyone in the park, in the whole neighborhood, comes and together and builds puppets um, on bicycles out of paper and mache and has this wonderful elaborate story that all focuses around the earth and it's you know focused it's originally um for Beltane um but it's been adopted as a community ritual in my neighborhood and I know a lot of people are missing that type of gathering and and at the same time this poem is about embracing the present moment um, distilled social interactions that we all have on a limited basis these days. So this is called Embrace. Embrace this, this reality, that this May Day is about real connections with real humans on the parcel of Mama Gaia that is called our home. This moment I choose to embrace. This is my life, the being present to my choices, the newly connected bonds that are being made in the earth, the garden, the land, the creation that is closest to us. I embrace that I have a habit of engaging with cannabis. This is the plant being that has been my gateway to talking with plants, to having a god-goddess conversation with them made flower essence out of magnolia being for the first time because there was room for my intuition to listen to the plant and trust that it told me exactly when to harvest a few of their potent blossoms and leave it in the sunlight to transform into the earth, flower, water, sun, will, fire, medicine that it is because their voice is louder now with COVID slowing the fast-paced, non-listening that was capitalism. And I know it's still capitalism, but just I like to vision into the future with my poems. Now creatriarchy, now pods forming in my neighborhood, resourcing with those of the same parcel of land that as we are, because being present to the everlasting truth of humans and coming together to exchange gifts, distance, but still meaningful, exchanging gifts back and forth in right timing. This is the way of the world now. This is not going any anywhere. COVID has made 
some parts of life better for many people, especially those who prefer to work in the comfort of their own home and have the privilege to do so. I embrace this time, and I also remember that not all are enjoying the inner time that we are in. It's not always easy to confront, and it's not always, it's, it's, some people have less resources than others to deal with it. And I see this as such an opportunity, and I know that so many others do, to go slow, connect with the pace of Mama Gaia, connect with the pace of mothers, connect with the pace of children, of slowly growing our food and sending them love. Knowing that joy and love is the way this way to authentic truth and a destiny of creative life and helping the people that are most resonant to receive the medicine because I stare the fear to be seen in the face as I wear my heart in my poems and lean and learn the next layer of healing, peeling back the layers of egoic judgment of myself and by extension the others closest to me. I let go and accept my journey. I will share even though some will be repelled in order to find those magnetized and create sacred coaching relationship to birth confidence and accountability to the next phase of the journey, to do it even though you are scared, even though you know it isn't going to be perfect. Because it is not about sharing, because it is about sharing and being of service. It is not about me, it is about us. It is about being a vessel and creating what is supposed to come through you at this time. Thank you. And these, this is what has to come through me these poems that I've been writing for years and now have to be shared with you. So thank you. This is the last poem that I'll share for this episode. And it is called Socially Distant. And it's about the fact that as a person who often finds myself straddling worlds and straddling intersecting realities and identities. I've found myself protecting my energy and putting boundaries, um, strong boundaries around what I allow into my vessel my being my my energy and and also wondering if sometimes it's a little bit of a defense mechanism of being scared to be seen but now it is time to be seen so here I am talking to you about these poems that come through me all right this one's called socially distant 
have learned how to social distance already myself. Sorry, I'm starting over. Have learned how to social distance myself already. This was nothing new. I have been doing this for years. I was ready, excited. I was born for this moment, I tell myself. I have it all figured out, I tell myself. But maybe it is just because I have put a pretty impermeable protective bubble around myself for a long time. Because I don't want to be judged for who I am. Because I don't want others to feel judged either. Then why do my closest family members feel my judgment so strongly? Because I still judge myself. I have gotten better at it for sure, at being a little gentler on myself. But the truth is that I am harsh. I have high-ass standards, first and foremost for myself. So when you find yourself in the in-between space of a life like mine, you learn to put a bubble of social protection around yourself as a queer soul in a straight marriage, as the only white woman in the little group of mama friends I have, as the trying-to-be-empowered woman who still feels a shit ton of social stigma for engaging in sacred cannabis medicine as a mother, but who has to share all of these things now to break down the feeling of not being enough of this or that, but to just be. That is what this time is giving us all. Time to just be. Nowhere to go, only to be. Who am I when I am with myself? I am a really good mother. I play with my kids with an incredible imagination. I am a smart ass whole masters holding woman. And I got into a lot of debt to get this degree that deep down in my womb I knew would just be for the in-between time, between the old and the new paradigm. And now it's here, the new paradigm only beginning, and I am being tested to do the outer work of being my messy self in front of you, to maybe distance myself less and be my whole self out in the open more. My tendencies shatter paradigms, and I don't go crazy with the medicine. I'm a mother who appreciates the assistance of this medicine and and i know that this is actually the thing i'm supposed to do to share with you to be vulnerable and talk about how my real life experiences go down through poems and then also learn how to take the marketing of it as sacred as well i don't really like to be seen yet but i know i'm supposed to be out there spreading this poem energy around me, around you, around all of us. So here I am trying to distance myself less and let you into my life and let you see the side of me that I, that I have been keeping hidden in the shadows for far too long and let you see the multifaceted, multidimensional me made from the stars just like you, same and also different together, yet distant.
Thank you for listening. I appreciate you listening to these poems. And yeah, if you have anything to say, I'd love to hear your voice. Uh, Just go over to storiesoftheinbetween.com and click podcast and click message and yeah send me a voicemail or type me a poem I'd love to hear it and if you can send possibly play it on the show sometime soon um yeah I look forward to seeing you another day in the very near future and in the meantime Sending you so much love. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to Stories of the In-Between. If you now feel a little more connected to your own inner transformation and our collective liberation, please subscribe. Leave a five-star rating on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere you find your podcast, and or share it with a friend that might find some solace in these words and vibrations. Sending you so much love. Until next time.